All right, Anthony on Air podcast. We've got a whole slew of new information on the Epstein Maxwell case, including new co-conspirators, new never before seen photographs from the island and some of Jeffrey Epstein's habits, which are downright creepy, as one would expect. Uh, TikTok is uh, reaching its end of the rope in the United States. Not going to be no able way. to download that starting on Sunday. And who is going to play uh, Vice President Joe Biden in the upcoming season of SNL rounds out our episode which features J-Sab's returning to the co-host chair as well as my wife, Cuddles, who you cannot see, but you'll be able to hear all throughout the episode. Hi, Cuddles. Yes, hello. Um, So let's start with, um, we've been talking about co-conspirators for a while. Last podcast episode, we'll put a link in our description on YouTube. My wife and I, again, we were talking about employees there and people that were involved that we were saying how could there not be more people? Well, now we have at least five other people to talk about in this episode, two by name. So we'll get into that. But let's start with the habits of uh, Jeffrey Epstein, because there's a couple of things here that are unbelievable to me that he liked to do. One is there's this 3000 square foot gym down on the island. And supposedly he liked to go in there and work out and watch Girls Gone Wild on a big screen. <laughs> what? Which is very creepy for a multitude of reasons. And I realize that there's a, like a, there's probably some people that don't even know what Girls Gone Wild even it. Like, when did Girls Gone Wild go out of favor? Um, like 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Know it. I started one. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I was going to say it ended. 2005 maybe yeah it, it was like once the internet like 2.0 google and twitter really look at janine's like a nat look have you done this before she janine? definitely did <laughs> definitely i would say once the internet really took over girls gone wild sort of faded but back in the day you used to have to call and order a vhs VH. tape or a dvd a little bit later on in their thing. And uh, it was like one of these like two o'clock in the morning infomercial things. And uh, this guy, Joe, whatever, would go around and he would film girls and they would flash their, their hooties and uh, be on the girls. And, and it would, they would do this for a T-shirt, basically, I think. Right. That's all they would used to get. And then not just a T-shirt. OK. <laughs> what, do they have a health insurance plan? I, I'm pretty sure there wasn't really maybe a- $50 a pop. Probably I'm just guessing. Yeah, probably somebody. But the guy became huge. He had his own jet. Mm-hmm. It was his whole thing. And who knows what sort of creepiness was rotated. It was uh, rolled up into that. But I mean, I guess at the time, you know, it, it was a craze. But it still weirds me out for, for Jeff to know that Jeffrey Epstein was like watching it because it, it wasn't porn per se. Right. It was just girls flashing like young girls that's weird well yeah the young girls they were like college it was always focused on like college it was like spring break like it was spring breaky like that was a huge which and i i feel like mtv sort of fed into it because i'm just gonna say mtv that's it like when mtv went from playing music videos to then being that station about just youth in america and doing uh, road rules and and the real world and everything. They started doing summer houses, and this was literally Girls Gone Wild was literally like the X-rated version of like an MTV summer house, you know, like things that they couldn't show on MTV. So 
Anyway, this guy supposedly loved to do like an hour in the gym on the bike just watching Girls Gone Wild, which is so bizarre to me. Because like when you're in the gym, like you want like motivational. Not to have a boner. Yeah. Right? Like, thank you. Like the two things don't go together. It's very, very strange. Supposedly he also demanded uh, to get, uh, to, he demanded sex three times a day. Really? Three times a day. Now, judging by Janine's reaction, I know that she has zero experience in this area with her husband, which makes me feel good because I feel like three times a day, especially for a 40 to 50 year old person is like a lot. That's what was he taking? Exactly. What was he prescribed? Oh, maybe he was juicing. I don't know. Yeah. No, not juicing. He was what What's that? The drug called? Yeah, Viagra. Viagra? Cialis, Viagra. 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 We call that juicing in the male world. That's what we call juicing. It's not exactly cheating, but it's kind of cheating, but not really cheating. Anyway. Um, Yeah, and as you can see here on the podcast, most of us are in our late 20s. (laughs) Like 10 years ago. Um, But I don't, like, like... for like a 40 and maybe I could be about a 40 to 50 year old person three times a day. Like I just, he doesn't have kids is all I'm going to say. Like clearly he's not taking Cause like, I feel like for a week, that's great for that's a, that's a pretty good average. And this right, guy's who, right. doing that per day. Like, and, and how who's long saying each this? time? Yeah, oh, true. What? What'd you say, Janine? How long each time? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because that's a big part of it. That's what she said. I I just know, and and again, again, we're obviously taking all the underage girls out of this part of it, but uh, like on a good day, back in the heyday, back in the, back in the, you know, we'll raise his jersey to the rafters days of your old pal aunt. I mean, twice a day was like a miraculous, you know, occurrence. And then it's like, don't bother me for like at least four days after that. I mean, I don't know how this guy was doing three three days. Right. That seems. I mean, I've definitely rallied, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's an undertaking. Yeah, it is. And that second well, time around the track could be a little difficult. Exactly. Well, okay. I'm gonna bring some experience to this from what I've heard. Someone I know used to have marathon sessions two or three times a day. Someone you know And me- they were older. Meaning like a couple or a guy told you this? A guy told me this. A guy told and you. He, yeah, and he was in his late 40s. By himself or with somebody else? No. <laughs> with, with somebody um, else? With, with somebody else. I mean, and I used to be like, but, but really? Why? Again, I'm reserving judgment because, like I said, most of us are in our mid-20s, late-20s. Exactly. Here, so. Like, we don't know. Maybe we'll want to do it more when we're up there. You Maybe know? something happens when you cr- cross that 40 threshold. I wouldn't know. I'm so far away from it. But, um, oh, me you too. know. Me too. Uh, I'm just saying, like, I, I something may occur. I don't know. But I, I, whatever it is has not has not occurred just yet. You know, I feel like for most of the people we know. But again, I feel like you only really hear about that stuff from people bragging. And how much can you really yeah. trust? And, and... Well, yeah. Yeah. like exactly. who's saying this? 
who's telling us that he did it? That like who's the, okay. that person? Okay, so this uh, most of this came from a source, and the photographs and everything came from a source. So we don't know who this is, but they do. I mean, they have photographs. They were clearly there. They were cre- clearly involved. I don't know if this is a former employee and an informant. If this is somebody that. Um, had relationships with him, businessy. I, I don't know. We don't know. We just know that they turned over a ton of uh, of photographs, and they implicated five people, two of which are now being named as potential co-conspirators, meaning they might uh, might wind up bringing them in for for questioning and being a co-conspirator. Okay. So one of the people is Sarah Kellen, and you can see her. This is one of the photographs. She's on a, um, for those of you that are listening, this is going to be on the Facebook uh, and YouTube feeds. She's on a jet ski with uh, Jeffrey. You can't really see it all that great because it's all like washed out by the sun. But uh, Sarah Kellen is one of those people that is uh, going to be named as a co-conspirator. I've seen people bring her name up to me in the comments before. We've never discussed her before. Also, the second person we've never discussed either because... You know, I don't want to get involved in hearsay and internet rumor mills. It's more, it's got to be reported. There's got to be a source for us to kind of bring that kind of stuff up. So um, that's why we haven't really talked about Sarah Kellen. But um, she was, uh, let me see here. She was on the island a whole bunch. I believe she was Epstein's assistant. Okay. So we heard from... Glaine Maxwell's assistant, or we know that she's missing. Uh, this was supposedly Epstein's assistant, Sarah Kellen. Uh, let me see here. The source uh, recall. Oh, that's the exercise bike. Watching Girls Gone Wild. Uh, Sarah Kellen, one of several women named as a possible accomplice in his sexual abuse of underage girls. Uh, she was his shadow. The source described her as she stayed close to him at all times with her notebook that was color-coordinated, and she was constantly taking notes about anything that he wanted. Anything that he remembered throughout the day, she took notes and managed his life. She was his personal assistant. The source Sounds like something I need to do. Okay. The source added, Jeffrey Jeffrey Epstein was always up before everyone else drinking coffee at a table. He would be taking notes in his robe every morning, writing down ideas, making phone calls, calling the office. Most of... Most of the daily life was spontaneous, but Sarah was always by his side. Which also, like, it's an interesting insight to, like, what, like, could you imagine, like, being, just being on this island and, like, what did you do all day long? Like, how did you, like, he would just be making notes and filling his time. It feels like this is, like, a drug-filled, like, escapade, you know? Like, there's a shot again. Definitely. Uh, like what like what do you do like he clearly had no real work you know what i mean yeah. like he it wasn't yeah. like he had to go and trade stocks or else the company wouldn't do well or they had to manufacture whatever or else the company wouldn't do it. like he just had nothing to do all day long which is so why she was by, three times a day yeah, exactly but so she was with him 24 7 and she hasn't said anything she hasn't come out with anything that she's seen. Now, the, uh, we just saw a picture of her on a jet ski, right? Yeah. Janine. Yes. You were a personal assistant. Yes. Have you ever, would you ever do that? Go on a jet ski? Like, you're cl- you were close to your previous employer, right? 
Would that be you? Yes, that would be no. Oh no. well, I I was close. Right. But would that be you ski? driving on a jet ski, touching? Uh, no. I, just some things I think there needs to be boundaries, and obviously he had none, and the people that work for him didn't either. Well, right, because gets... you have to actually touch him when you're on that, and that's yeah, just like, like too close for comfort. Yeah. And you know what? We're gonna we're not gonna be able to show all the photos, so we'll put a link in the description on YouTube on the YouTube channel. Uh, so if you're listening on the other podcast networks or you're watching on Facebook, go to AnthonyOnAir.com and click on our YouTube channel and go get the link so you can see all the photographs. You can really see what this what the inside of this home looked like. I don't know if we've ever seen the inside of this home before. We saw the Florida home from the Netflix special. We saw the outside aerial shots of this place, uh, but the inside of the home, obviously, everybody's just gonna be pretty curious about. So you can find that over there now uh, but this gets into this interesting area of the people that worked with him the people that were associated with him are they co-conspirators are they part of the problem were they part of the process to inflict these awful things on these young girls or were they indeed victims who fell victim to all of this and just got rolled and wrapped up into this whole world like I, I don't and I don't we don't have to answer that now I don't think there's actually a real answer to it and I don't even know if in a criminal setting like you can actually define that because as we'll see here in these two instances like this Sarah Kellen so when he was arrested in 2007 her parents said that they who by the way haven't seen her in, since the longest time she was cast out of her Jehovah Witness church because she was a nude model who modeled for Epstein's agency. So that's how that came to fruition. Um, but her parents believe that she was one of his victims, that she, yes. at an early age, was victimized. And then what do they call that when you like fall in love with your uh, oppressor? It's like a syndrome. Stockholm, Stockholm syndrome. Is this like yeah. Stockholm syndrome? Like in yeah. a Stockholm syndrome way, you know, estranged from her parents, he he victimizes her, and she grows up. You know, five ten years into into it, it, she she looks like she's just part of the army, part of the crew, part of the part of the recruiters. But is she at Nate at the whole of it, at the heart of it, a victim? Um, you can just play that, yeah, probably, but you can just play that card for so long. Well, that's the other problem. Right. The people that were legitimately, you know, because who's to say that Ghislaine, who certainly was of age at the time that she met Jeffrey, or at least that we know of um, because of the relationship with the father, um, you know, was she? You know, but And then again, by the way, though, like you don't have to be underage to be a victim. You, I mean, you could be of that's age. True and still be you know assaulted that's not age has nothing to do with being a victim you know um other photos show slovakian born model turned pilot nadia marsinkova now nadia is the other person that they're naming in this um in this instance as a uh, co-conspirator uh nadia is an interesting story in one of the shots she's sitting next to jeffrey epstein the other weird thing too he doesn't smile often epstein no. doesn't really smile they, they rarely catch a photo of him smiling just kind of prismed out by the sun in this photograph but you can see him and her uh, sitting there next to each other 
as they were visiting a a neighboring uh, Caribbean island. Um, The source said that Nadia and Jeffrey seemed to really love each other. It was as if they had had a romantic relationship. They were affectionate to each other, often holding hands. Uh, Marcinkova's lawyers, Erica Dubno and Aaron Mislowick, have previously said that she's among Epstein's victims and was left severely traumatized by the experience. Uh, She released a statement through her lawyers. I'll share that with you in a second, but here's another shot of Nadia, just so you can take a look at her, who's now a uh, pilot. You see Nadia right there. Obviously a very, very beautiful uh, young lady. Um... She was the one who visited Epstein 67 times while he was incarcerated down in Florida. Oh, really? So if you remember, we were talking about this when he gets arrested the first time and they all start talking about Ghislaine. Ghislaine writes to to Jeffrey and goes, hey, you need to, like, get my name out of this distance myself. Tell them you have a girlfriend. And I think they used a different name at the time, but clearly now we know that it was her since she visited him 67 times in prison. By the way, the prison that he was allowed to leave because from the Netflix documentary we saw, remember he was photographed in New York during one of the the days that he was supposed to be, he was, you know, in prison because he was allowed to like leave and then he had to come back and sleep there at night and he wasn't allowed to fly, but he still would fly up to New York and do whatever. So keep that in mind as you're like, well, 67 times is a lot. Well, yeah, but that's 67 times in the prison. That's not counting the fact that he was able to leave and go wherever the hell, like he would probably saw her every single day. Yeah, right. Um, according to the sources and uh, the, the Sun, the Daily Mail, everybody's reporting on this today. Marcinkova may be the next target for federal investigators probing Epstein's sex trafficking ring. Some of the financiers' accusers have claimed that Marcinkova was an active participant in threesomes and orgies with underage girls at Epstein's far-flung properties. An Epstein in- insider told the Daily Mail, Nadia and Jeffrey seemed to really love each other. It was as if they were in a romantic relationship holding hands. But some of Epstein's victims, underage victims claimed that they were joined in bed by the mysterious Marcinkova. Epstein, they said, would pay the girls to have sex with the attractive Slovak while he took photographs and choreographed the action. Little is known of her background except that she moved to the U.S. when she was 14 or 15 years old to work as a model for an agency that was alleged an alleged front for Epstein's uh, antics. Epstein reportedly claimed that she was his, quote, sex slave, end quote. Uh, some of the accusers claim that Marcinkova would pressure them into having threesomes with herself and Epstein. Another of Epstein's female associates who is of interest to cops is Sarah Kellen, who is Maxwell's reputed deputy. Sources told the Daily Mail that the women are the next target of prosecutors. The Mail described Marcinkova, uh, who towered over Epstein as the most fascinating and disturbing of the financiers' alleged female accomplices, except perhaps for Maxwell herself. Now she's 34, a licensed pilot, and runs her own charter flights. She claims she's also a victim, saying in a statement from her lawyers, quote, Nadia wishes to express her compassion and support for her fellow survivors 
who also fell prey to Jeffrey Epstein's predatory abusive behavior, end quote. Hmm. So, yeah, but how long did that go on? How long was she helping him? I know. I mean, but I, like, like the thing is, is like, you know, Ghislaine Maxwell has like the headline in this little movie right now as that person. But here's I mean, here's another like that's this is exactly what they're, they're saying that she did that Epstein uh, that Maxwell did. Right. Is what this girl was doing. So how many of these mm. the those type of women, girls, whatever did he have doing all this uh, stuff? A lot. Probably a lot. Um, U.S. prosecutors have named Marcinkova, Kellen, and two other female Epstein associates as potential co-conspirators. There you go. So uh, I think I said three. I, it was uh, so two others. So these two that were named and two others that have not been named yet as potential co-conspirators. So this kind of solves and answers that question of who else is involved. Now we can kind of see and know, all right, well, here are these two girls that were also also involved. But yeah. I mean, it, it's so like, what I want to know is, obviously there was a lot of underage, you know, the underage part of this is the really, really bad part. I want to know how much not underage stuff happened. Right. Because I feel like when it comes to like these women, the, the, the women that were actually older at the time, you know, because like some of these were 14 and 15, but if they stuck around, if she still knew him in 2007, she was a lot older at that time. Like how many of them, like how much of this looked just like a crazy wild lifestyle of a billionaire? And then there's all this other stuff. Like, I wonder if men and women or people got sucked into that. Like, oh, this guy just throws crazy orgy parties. And then it's like, oh, wait a second. There's a lot of underage girls. Like, I wonder right, if. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Like, if there were just like legitimate like parties that that sort of legitimized similarly to the way that like having Marcin Cove or having Maxwell there sort of relaxed these underage girls because they were like, oh, there's another girl here. I, 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 I must be okay. That was one of his little tactics to use to sort of, you know, disarm them. They had to know, like, Ghislaine and this, although these, they had to know. Yeah. They had to know what was going on. They had to know girls were young. They had to know what was going on. And if you continue it for years, no matter if he, if the, if you think he's the best thing since sliced bread or whatever, you're enabling him to hurt people, and you're just as wrong. Well, I think Elaine yeah. and this one certainly knew, you know. But I, but my, what I'm saying is, is I wonder how many people didn't know because they ran this charade of, you know. This is just a crazy billionaire's life. Like, oh, like Epstein has orgies, sure, you know, but, uh, you know, everybody there's, you know, is is happily involved. Right. Because I feel like that would make it, that would allow you to do everything that he did. If it's under the guise of this is just some crazy billionaire party, then it's I feel like it's easier then to do all the all the terrible things he did with these underage girls. Right. You know, it sort of gives you that air of legitimacy. It's like a front. 
It's like a front for yeah. a, a crooked business, you know. So um, that's the latest with uh, with Epstein right there. But again, it's weird because the three times a day and the watching the girls gone wild, like it, it just. He just gets creepier and creepier. Yeah, he's and I creepy. know it sounds like really mean, but I hope he's like burning in hell. Oh, I really do. I hope he is. I'm as a female and as a mother and I have a daughter and Janine, you, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. talking about. I hope he's like in hell and he's burning. Well, I mean, what about the Sarah Kellen and this other one? You got to kind of, and again, this is going to be the gray area that they fight over. Are these victims or are these co-conspirators? But I think more and more stuff is going to come out and then you'll be able to make a judgment. On them, we'll Glenn, I, I, she's another one. I'm surprised she's still alive. Uh, on s- on Sunday, just- yeah, they got to keep her alive. On Sunday, <laughs> uh, the U.S. will ban TikTok from being on any app uh, store. No, um, they're banning no. TikTok and WeChat. They're ceasing WeChat's ability to operate in the United States on Why? Sunday. For TikTok, they're going to allow them to continue to update um, to provide data to their app, which means that if you have TikTok, uh, you can still use it into November. But if you don't have it, you won't be able to download it starting on Sunday. Really? This just came out just now. So this is all part of the process. So Oracle went into this agreement to partner up with TikTok um, as part of this thing that ByteDance, who owns them in China, couldn't uh, own a, a company that operates in the U.S. like that because they were feeding information data to the Chinese government. Uh, so now this is the latest. Uh, so they're so they're trying to see if that deal is worthy enough. Because what happened here is Microsoft wanted to buy TikTok, uh, Walmart wanted to buy TikTok, and Oracle expressed some interest. And TikTok wound up choosing Oracle because they could partner with them, whereas tick, um, Microsoft and Walmart wanted to just buy the company outright. Oh, okay. So there's still some operation from and including China here with TikTok, which is why I think they're continuing down this road of if you give data over to the Chinese government, you cannot operate in the United States of America. Okay. We'll see. <sighs> Crit- Critics of President Trump say this is all because he got burned by that rally that nobody showed up for because they organized the thing on TikTok to just fill out the forms and say that you were going and they thought it was going to be a massive sellout. They set up that whole camp outside to accommodate all the people during coronavirus. And as it turns out, nobody showed up. So that's apparently when this all started. Um, And then, uh, you know, Pro uh, President Trump people will say, like, is, I'm not on TikTok, so I don't know. Yeah, pro President people, pro Trump President people say that they're selling our information over to the Chinese government, and that's a security risk. So, so this is orders coming from him right now. This came from the administration as of Sunday. Um, you will, they'll be, they'll be pulling down TikTok from all of the app stores. He said this like a month ago, right? So, yeah, well, and he that's what that's what sort of put this bike dance needs to sell TikTok into hyperdrive because you need the U.S. market to thrive. I mean, they can't not have yeah. 
the U.S. Right. as part of their their thing. As big as China and the rest of the world is, need that U.S. money to to run your exactly. business. So I don't know. Plus, I need to finish my WAP dance. <laughs> and now we're big fans of TikTok on this podcast. I mean, I don't know where Frank's head is I love at, it. but I do. You got hooked. I was I was on from an early day. I was on it when it was musically. So, right. Um, I mean, it's like a rabbit hole. Once you start watching it, that's it. It's very addictive. It is very very addictive. Uh, and finally, uh, SNL is coming back. All the cast members are coming back, which is only this hasn't happened since 2007 on SNL. Usually people leave, come and go. All the cast is coming back again this season. And they just announced that Jim Carrey will be playing Joe Biden in the sketches. Oh, really? Yeah, a little Jim Carrey callback. Now, are they going to do it from their homes again? Or are they going to go to the studio? They're going back into the studio. Yeah. They're okay, gonna- good. They're going to be doing testing and following all the precautions. And it's going to be like that gonna start? a little SNL bubble. October. Oh, really? Okay. Not, yeah. too, not too bad. So we're a few weeks away here from uh, seeing Fire Marshal Biden on uh, on SNL. <laughs> should be really, really exciting. I may tell you something. <laughs> Don't you think I forgot about that? <laughs> Um, so lots of exciting things to come next week. Supposedly we're going to be, uh, getting this document dump from the Maxwell case. Um, I hope so. The week after that starts the first presidential debate. We'll obviously be talking about it. Um, and then, um, SNL and we're off and running. We'll be carving pumpkins soon on the podcast. It'll be great. Oh my God, please. Pumpkin spice Um, podcast. I have to add that. Me and my husband changed our uh, cable package, I want to say, in March. Mm-hmm. And so now we don't have CNN or Fox News. Really? Yes. I thought you were happier. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I want to get it back before the debate starts. Well, so this is kind of a fight in our house right now. I think you can you can watch the debates. I think they're going to be on the regular networks. I know, but just think of all the good material we could get from that. <laughs> Not just the debates from CNN and Fox itself. Yeah. I don't know how. I got to tell you, most of what I consume from CNN and Fox is is online. I don't think I've actually oh, you do? Okay. sat and watched the channels for the longest time. So I guess we'll see. Yeah. Cause they're still going to be tweeting clips and stuff. They're still, that's the thing. If anything of, if anything of significance or importance happens on, on the air, they're going to tweet it out. So that's true. It's like, it's uh, there's almost no reason to have that anymore. I think your husband's a trailblazer. <laughs> so what if he can't go three times a day, Janine? Most people can't. Okay. Uh, we used to, and then we hit twenty-five last year, and that's it. Well, you know what? Also, I'm curious. <laughs> you know what? Also, I'm curious to know about is like how much drugs is involved in this. Like not just like Cialis, and but like I'm like speed or but there's got to be something. There's no way you can live. I I am still of a skeptic. Of there's no way you can live this lifestyle that is being built around this guy. I'm not saying Without he didn't drugs. do these things to these girls. I'm I'm just saying this all seems like unfeasible. Unfeasible. Like yeah, there's got to be drugs or there's got there's got to be there's something that we're missing in this in this recipe. Agreed. 
because it just seems like bigger than us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And like to say that, like he demanded sex three times a day, you know, if maybe he did, it makes him seem like a bigger monster. I just, that again, that's like a, I don't know, man. That's. You don't think that could be true? I don't. I just don't. I also, I also, I also don't think that you could be having these massive orgies like every single night. I just don't. I know, but you know what? That's not us. We're just the little people. I, yeah. I mean, I don't like, and here's the other thing. I don't, I don't even like these massages that took place like all the time, like every day. It's weird, right? So like. Who needs to be massaged that much? Every day? Like every day. Like there was like, I like my point is, is they should cut this guy's brain open and study him because. Oh, yeah. I think this is insane. Like, just taking the pedophilia stuff out of it, it's this insane behavior to begin with. Exactly. Oh, he's creepy. Super creepy. Super, super creepy. All right, Jay Sabs, we'll leave it there. Um, like I said, lots of stuff to come next week, especially with the document dump. We'll see what happens with that. And uh, hopefully we'll get some more answers on this creeper fest. And we'll see if we have TikTok come Sunday. I don't know. Um, get- we better. But you know what? I'm going to upload my WAP, t- my dance tonight. <laughs> You're going to do the WAP dance? Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, link, we'll put it out on our Twitter. If you do it, let me know. Okay. If you want to share it with everybody, we'll put it in the description below if you're ready to, if you're ready to Don't make fun of this 25-year-old <laughs> doing this dance. <laughs> um, out of our friend, I made a prediction, a bold prediction, right around COVID, pre-COVID. Oh God! That everybody would be on. Everybody we knew in our group would be on TikTok, and it's just me and you. You're on. I think I think Liz is on. Okay. Liz has sent a couple of TikToks. I secretly think my wife is on as well too. She hasn't oh. really. Oh, yeah. you got to go on her phone. I got to get on her phone and see. I think she's. I think she's on it. We'll see. What about Lee? No, she's not. Lee seems like a hardcore TikToker. Except maybe I'll steal her phone and see if she has it. I think she'd love it. I think she would love it. It's better yeah. than Instagram. It is. Are you liking these Instagram uh, reels? Reels? They're trying to be yeah. TikTok? No, it's uncomfortable, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't like them either. I have to try one too. All right, we'll see. Look out for Janine's WAP video. Google that and um, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Do you want to do a little here before we go? Now from the top, make it drop. That's on wet, wet, wet. Okay. <laughs> Give me just a little bit. A little, t- little teaser trailer there. All right. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks so much for watching. Go to anthonyonair.com for all our links.